This is Josh Berry's Fake News, the show which feeds lies into your great big stupid fat ears. Hello. Despite sounding like the sort of thing Russell Brand keeps in his bedside drawer, Black Rod is actually one of the most important figures in the House of Commons and owns a great big stick which is made of gold all over. Today she will preside over a document challenging the government from Keir Starmer entitled I'm Telling on the Government, a comprehensive list of all the government's failures. The government have broken the rules like a big fat naughty government and I'm telling, I'm telling the teacher so there. The Labour leader is thought to be using several of his donkeys to transport the thousands of pages that make up the document to Westminster, where Black Rod will look at it and either turn up her nose in disapproval or do the okey-cokey in agreement. If she agrees, Black Rod will then of course smack Prime Minister Boris Johnson's bottom four times with her big stick made of gold all over, whilst he repeats the phrase, I'm a very naughty Prime Minister as happened to former Prime Minister Theresa May back in 2018. Oh, I'm a very naughty Prime Minister. Oh. Tony Blair back in 2004. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm a very naughty Prime Minister. Now, for some reason, Ed Miliband just last week. Oh, 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 wow, that's amazing. How much do I owe for the hour? Oh. If she disagrees, however, Keir Starmer will, of course, have his bottom smacked eight times whilst repeating the phrase, I'm a very naughty leader of the opposition. This is the kind of confident move we've come to associate with Starmer, who seems doggedly determined. In contrast to Boris Johnson, whose critics accuse him of only being determined to dog. Our political reporter, Willie Harris, is currently outside Westminster. Willie, hello. How is Black Rod likely to respond to Starmer's criticisms? I've got no idea, Josh. I'm, I'm not covering the story. Well, what are you covering? The story about the Spice Girls getting back together. Um, and are they? Well, Scary, Sporty, Baby and Ginger apparently all got together to talk about reforming. And what about Posh Spice? She's apparently seen the message about meeting up on WhatsApp but didn't reply, so they're thinking of forming without her. She won't like that. No. Willie Harris, thank you. We'll have someone to cover the Starmer story in due course as well. But before that, a slightly unconventional intervention which may be set to change a bleak economic forecast for the UK. Emily Ariola has all the details. The impact of COVID-19 on the nation's health has been huge, but so too has its impact on businesses, with many industries stranded without raw materials. That was until Pussius Maximus stepped in the toy manufacturer who've been able to adapt many of their products to serve those affected industries. No tennis balls? No problem. Pussius Maximus have managed to repurpose one of their best sellers, plastic rectal insertion balls, which have been used at this year's US Open and have been widely endorsed by all the top pros. From Roger Federer. You know, I think they're a great thing for the game. You know, I've loved using them privately and now, you know, it's great to use them in public as well. To Andy Murray. Yeah, no, I mean, I think they've been fantastic for the tournament and, you know, for the sport. I've personally found anal beads travel a lot quicker than normal tennis balls. You know, I'm able to get a lot more free points on the serve, which is great. In the medical profession, vibrating adult toys have been used to carry out ultrasound operations. Right, Mrs. Jones, if you'd like to sit down, we can have a look at the first outline of your baby. Oh, I say. Sorry, went a little low there. <laughs> Even police officers like John West have been able to use some of the bondage range to detain criminals. Well, we've found that not only can we detain criminals using the pink fluffy handcuffs, but 
Because they're fluffy, it also tickles them, which makes them less likely to break free because they're distracted. The sex company is funded by Moneyus Maximus, the capital firm owned by Jacob Rees-Mogg, who also thinks using adult toys is immoral. I'm afraid it's completely immoral to use any sort of adult toy, but making money from the industry like I'm doing, that's absolutely fine. Long made up word. Critics say it's corrupt and immoral for Rees-Mogg to have such a significant economic interest outside politics. But the ministers we spoke to said politicians have never let things like this cloud their judgement before, so it's probably fine. So on the surface, a good economic move. But does it come at a price? Emily Ariola, fake news. <laughs> that really was an excellent pun. Emily, thank you. We're now joined by John Hurst, who has taken over the Keir Starmer story. John, this is your first time on the show. Welcome. What can you tell us? Thanks, Josh. Well, the donkeys seem to have made their way to Westminster now. John, sorry to cut you off, but you're going to need to dial up the journalism in your voice there. You're coming in a bit flat. Sorry, what do you mean? You can't deliver the news like you're doing, John. You just sound like a random bloke in the street. Go away, learn to speak like a journalist, and we'll catch up with you later on. Now, you'll probably know Henry VIII as the historical figure that's more important than all of Britain's behaviour in Africa. That's what I learned at school anyway. But have you ever found yourself wondering, what did he sound like? Well, I'm pleased to say that Dr Henry Frenulum from Oxford University has worked out the answer to that very question, using archaeology to reconstruct Henry VIII's voice box. Dr Frenulum, welcome to the programme. Oh, thanks very much. So, uh... So, uh, Dr. Frenulum... Sorry, you're a little close to the mic there. It's just picking up your breathing. Just just move slightly further back from me. Oh, sorry. Uh, is this better? No, that's slightly too far away. Just Just split the difference for me. No, that's too close again. How about now? No, that's too far away. Now your mouth is over the microphone. It's it's literally over the microphone. How about how about this? It'll have to do. So, Dr. Frenulum, I believe you can now play us a sample of what Henry VIII's voice would have sounded like using the reconstructed voice box you brought with you today. Dr. Frenulum, the floor is yours. Hmm, yeah, thanks. Uh, here goes. Is, is that it? Do you not have him saying anything? I'm afraid not, no. So, what does that sound mean? Well, it's just a sound, really. Okay, um, so, what's the next project? Well, I'm uh, working with a team of archaeologists, and over the next ten years, we're aiming to understand what Mary Magdalene's fart would have sounded like. Fascinating stuff. Sorry, before I go, did I hear the Spice Girls are getting back together? Well, Scary Baby Sporty and Ginger are up for it, but Posh doesn't seem keen, so they might just form without her. She won't like that. Quite right. Dr. Frenulum, thank you, and that sound once more. We'll have more news for you after this message. Listeners, fuck off, will you? It's me, Gordon Ramsay, and I'm delighted to introduce you to my brand new podcast. It's called Fuck You with Gordon Ramsay. I've made a career out of a verbally abusing letter chefs telling them to fuck off. I've done my Kitchen Nightmares UK. Hey, big boy, fuck off. If Chef Ramsay. Kitchen Nightmares USA. Hey, big boy, fuck off. Yeah, Chef Ramsay. Inside the co-op. Fuck off. Outside the co-op. Fuck off. 
to myself in the mirror. Hey you, fuck off! And outside every single Jamie's Italian in the UK. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off! Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off! Anyway, now, yes, I'm making a career out of verbally abusing you, you donkey. Every week, I'll tell you to fuck off in new and exciting ways, in different settings with varying inflections. Fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Here's a message from Jen from Southampton. Jen, you can fuck off. Barry in Southend, you can fuck off as well. My son has texted me to tell me he loves me. Fuck off! So listen to this podcast and me telling you to fuck off. And if you don't want to, you can fuck off. Wow. Welcome back to the programme. I'm joined in the studio now by Boris Johnson, very much in the news after the release of the Keir Starmer document. Mr Johnson, hello. Hello, old chap. Mr Johnson will be taking your calls. Our first caller is Mary from Morton in Marsh. Mary, you feel let down by the Prime Minister, is that right? Boris used to like, uh, have I got news for you and Zipwire and London Mayor and funny, but recently promises Brexit, Covid and Cummings and the NHS and bad and I'm not the only one who thinks that. Uh, Mary, let me first say... Oh, what a clever question. You're, you're clearly a, a very uh, intelligent woman. And I, I can tell from the way you ask that question, you're also very attractive. Oh, say. Mary, I, I, I hear your concerns and what you have to say. But I think the question we all need to really be asking is when are you and me going out for a romantic candlelit dinner for two? What? Oh, charming. I'm not angry with him anymore. Bad went good. Wow. Ah, that was easy. I'm sorry, Mr. Johnson. No, 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 nothing, nothing. We go to James Farrow in Leeds. As a proud northerner, I was deeply offended when Boris Johnson referred to northerners as bistol guzzling thick old miners. And I'd like to ask the Prime Minister, will he apologise to northerners? Uh, uh, listen, if I uh, apologise for everything I did, I'd have to apologise all the time. And I can't do that. Therefore, it doesn't make sense for me to apologise for anything ever. Thank you. John is on line two. John... What does Mr. Johnson think about the Guardian lefty tosses expose of the fact that Jacob Rees-Mogg has economic interests with Pussius Maximus, which are corrupt and distract from public duty? How does Mr. Johnson feel about that level of corruption? Oh, uh, old chap, I- I'm so sorry. The line seemed to go all crackly just as you were saying that bit about us being corrupt. I don't think it did, Mr. Johnson. Oh, uh, sorry, old chap, your-, your voice went all crackly just as you opened your mouth. Uh, I can't be expected to answer a question I can't hear. Oh, gosh, is that the time? I'm supposed to be doing someone. Bye. Boris Johnson there, apparently with another commitment. Sadly, we didn't get to discuss the topic of the Black Rod situation, but John Hurst is sure to have an update for us. John, I trust your voice will be more journalisty this time. What can you tell us? Well, thank you, Josh. Black Rod has finally emerged from her cave to examine the 400-page... No, John, that's too journalisty. You sound like an idiot. Dial it down. We'll come back to you after this message for the last time. The American Podcast. Hey, bro. It's Bro Rogan here, man. Stand-up comic, entrepreneur, athlete business owner, an all-round alpha male. When you finish listening to this beta male podcast that doesn't even know martial arts, listen to mine, bro. It's America's finest comedy, which like everything else we produce, is the best in the fucking world. 
just two bros sat in a fucking room saying the funniest shit, man. Hey, bro. Yeah, bro. Fuck vegans, bro. Oh, bro, that's so <laughs> hilarious. Oh, this is so <laughs> funny. We might even smoke weed during the podcast to show how fucking cool we are, man. Hey, bro. I'm so high, bro. Me too, bro. This is so fucking funny, man. We're smoking weed. Bros everywhere literally can't get enough of it. Like Barack Obama on iTunes who says, This podcast is easily the best in the world. I literally stopped beating up my wife for a whole two hours to listen to it. Every other podcast literally sucks. So listen to the fucking bro podcast, man. Unless you want to be a great big stupid little pussy. Welcome back. For the third and final time, we cross to John Hurst, who has hopefully sorted his voice out by now and can tell us about the Starmer situation. John. Well, thank you, Josh. So, Black Rod is just coming to the end of reading Starmer's document now. Great work, John. You've really struck the balance here. Not too overworked, but unmistakably journalisty. Let's keep it going. She read the document in double-quick time, stopping only for a couple of minutes to eat a Twix. Hush has fallen around Westminster as she's set to give her verdict. Remember, Okie means she supports Starmer's criticisms and Boris Johnson gets a smack bottom and nose being turned up means Keir Starmer gets a smack bottom. But the right foot in, the left foot out, in, out, in, no shake at all about. You do the okey-cokey and you turn around. Oh, that's what it's all about. Well, Josh, Black Rod's response is clear. Keir Starmer's criticisms of the government and Boris Johnson is set to have his bottom smacked by Black Rod four times. She's now knocked on the door of number 10 to summon Boris Johnson. Get out there, Hancock. That's not the real Boris Johnson. What's going on, John? Well, the Conservative Party seem to have sent Matt Hancock out there to take the punishment. As per their daily briefing strategy, he's sweating and crying. Well, that is quite something. Twelve spanks for Matt Hancock will play out tonight's show. Thank you. Goodbye. Right, you pull your trousers down. It's time for a spanking. OK. One. Oh. 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 Oh! Ow! 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 Ouch! Ow! Ow! I'm a very naughty health secretary taking punishment for the prime minister. Oh! Ho, ho, ho. 